A welcome to all of you as we gather together this day for worship together. Um, we continue to be grateful to God for the gifts of technology that allow us to connect and worship together uh, even when we can't be physically present together. It is good for us to be together. Blessed be God, the one who forms us, Jesus who bears the cross, the Spirit who makes our joy complete. Amen. Let us bow before our God in humility, confessing our sins. Steadfast and faithful God, you have revealed the ways of justice, yet we fail to follow you. We are overwhelmed by the world's violence and suffering. We are afraid to risk what we have for the sake of others. For the harm we have caused, known and unknown, forgive us. For the unjust demands we place on others and your creation, forgive us. For the ways we turn away from you and our neighbor, forgive us. Lead us back to you and set us on the right path. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Beloved in Christ, God's justice stretches beyond all understanding. God's compassion is beyond compare. In Jesus, God is always making a new way for us. In Christ, you are already and always forgiven. Amen. Let us pray. God of love, giver of life, you know our frailties and failings. Give us your grace to overcome them. Keep us from those things that harm us and guide us in the way of salvation. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Our first reading today comes from Philippians, the second chapter. If then there is any encouragement in Christ, any consolation from love, any sharing in the Spirit, any compassion and sympathy, make my joy complete. Be of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interests, but to the interests of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness, and being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God also highly exalted Jesus and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed me, not only in my presence, but much more now in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who is at work in you, enabling you both to will and to work for God's good pleasure. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
This is the Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the 21st chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. When Jesus entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things, and who gave you this authority? Jesus said to them, I will also ask you one question. If you tell me the answer, then I will also tell you by what authority I do these things. Did the baptism of John come from heaven, or was it of human origin? And they argued with one another. If we say, from heaven, he will say to us, why then did you not believe him? But if we say, of human origin, we are afraid of the crowd, for all regard John as a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we do not know. And Jesus said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. What do you think? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, Son, go and work in the vineyard today. And the son answered, I will not. But later the son changed his mind and went. And the father went to the second and said the same. And he answered, I go, sir. But he did not go. Which of these two did the will of his father? They said, the first. Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going into the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. And even after you saw it, you did not change your minds and believe him. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. So we have now jumped way ahead in Matthew. After having spent the last few weeks just picking up immediately where we left off each time, we now do something totally different and jump ahead a few chapters. So let's catch up. Before this conversation between Jesus and the chief priests and elders, Jesus has ridden into Jerusalem on the donkey. The crowds have gathered and called out, Hosanna, Hosanna to the son of David, right? What we celebrate on Palm Sunday. And Jesus has walked into the temple and flipped the tables of the money changers and then spent the rest of the day at the temple curing those with various ailments. And after all of that, we get to our text today, where the chief priests and the elders come to him and more or less ask Jesus, Hey, what gives? What the heck was all of that stuff? And I mean, really, who can blame those chief priests and elders? If somebody came and did the stuff that Jesus did in our community and our churches today, uh, we also would want to know why that person was doing what they were doing and where they got that great idea to go do that stuff. And now, these chief priests and elders haven't been living under some kind of a rock. They know that there are rumors, strong rumors even, that suggest that Jesus is the Messiah, the one that they have been waiting for. They witnessed Jesus' entry into Jerusalem and heard the crowds as they cried out to him. But you see, the problem is, Jesus doesn't seem to be behaving how they expected the Messiah to behave. The Messiah was supposed to overthrow the Roman government and do away with all who are oppressing the Jewish people. And 
Yet, uh, Jesus spends his time eating and drinking with the tax collectors, and tax collectors participated heavily in the oppression of the Jewish people. This is not what they were expecting the Messiah to do. And now the Messiah was also supposed to make the Torah, the law of God, the law of the world. And yet, Jesus spends this time curing people on the Sabbath and spends time with prostitutes and other sinners and doesn't seem to have a lot of regard for any of the other laws. Again, not what they were expecting. And so it's no wonder that the chief priests and elders come up to Jesus and say, by what authority are you doing these things? Or, put another way, hey, are you really, like really and truly the Messiah that the crowds claim you to be? You do not act how we thought the Messiah was going to. Now, you and I know the end of this story right? We know that Jesus is the Messiah. We know that Jesus dies on the cross. We know that Jesus is raised from the dead and defeats the powers of sin and death and frees you and I and all of creation from them. We know that Jesus's authority comes from God because Jesus the Christ is God. He is God who is incarnate and with us. But the chief priests and the elders and even the crowds and the disciples don't know all of that for sure at this moment of this particular point in the scripture. And even though you and I know the end of the story, we know that through Jesus' death is not the final word and that through Jesus, God's love is for all people and all of creation, we still get surprised by Jesus, like the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and the crowds and the disciples. Because even for us, Jesus is not always the Messiah we are expecting him to be. I had a professor in seminary say to us once that whenever we draw a line between us and them, Jesus is always on the other side. So what does that mean? Well, it means that Jesus is eating and drinking and healing and spending time with the people that I really wish he would tell off. And it means that Jesus eats and drinks and spends time with me because I am a person that somebody somewhere in the world wishes that Jesus would tell off. And this is true for you too. We are both somebody who doesn't always see Jesus being with those that we don't like, and we are someone that uh, people struggle to see that Jesus is with us. Jesus flips over tables with us, and Jesus flips over tables that we really wish would stay put. Jesus eats and drinks with us, and Jesus eats and drinks with those we wish he would ignore. Jesus is always showing up and loving and caring where and when we least expect it. And sometimes this is a great comfort to us. And sometimes we get to be surprised. And by what authority does Jesus do these comforting and surprising things? 
by the authority of the cross, the cross on which he suffered and bled and died and took away the sin of the world, and in doing so gave you and the whole world new life. By the authority of the cross, Jesus answers the question of the chief priests and the elders and you and I that he is the Messiah and he is worthy of being followed and he is worthy of being trusted. He is the one we have waited for. He has brought the kingdom of God to earth and will bring it about again fully when he returns. And so thanks be to God. That God's love for us in Jesus by the Holy Spirit comes to us and all people again and again is new each and every morning and shows up in the most surprising ways. Thanks be to God that we have a lifetime of getting to be surprised by the depth and breadth of God's love for our own self and for all of creation. Thanks be to God for the authority of the cross, which gives life and healing to the whole world. Amen. We will sing together now the hymn, Faith of Our Fathers.
Living together in trust and hope, we confess our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Gathered together across time and space and place by the Holy Spirit, we pray together as our Lord taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, as we for, give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. May Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit bless you now and forever. Amen. Go in peace. God is at work in you. Thanks be to God.